Carl? Tom? Do you want to sing your episode two song? Episode two. It's the one that comes after episode one. And just before episode three with Carl, Morgan and me. Roll the titles. Carl, 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 Carl. Yes, mate. Welcome to episode two. Thanks. Have you had a nice week? I've had a great week, thank have you. you. What have you been up to? Yeah. I don't care because I'd like to say thank you to the people who are the patrons <laughs> of this show. Wow. We can't do the we can't do this show without patrons. Well, we um, can, but well, they can, but yeah, it's it's not as fun. <laughs> it's not as fun. It's much much more difficult. Yeah. Um, if you are a patron, thank you so much for being a patron. And if you're not, for twenty nine ninety nine, you get yourself a mug. You get yourself all the episodes of that month. Before everybody else. You get them to your inbox before anybody else. You don't have to wait till Sunday. You can binge the whole month in one go. Correct. You also get a card. Yep. That is an awkward turkey card that Carl and I have signed and drawn something in. You get a a membership number. Membership number. Yeah. For the very important podcasters. Yeah. And you also get a video from Carl and I. Or just you. Well, it's going to have to be the both of us, Carl. Wow. It's going to have to be the... Does it? Both of us for it to... Does it? For it to... For it to work, yeah. It's gonna well, 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 and you get a message from Tom <laughs> <laughs> explaining and apologizing <laughs> why, why Carl, Carl isn't, here. isn't <laughs> there. So, thank yeah. you very much to our patrons. You really, really do yeah. help making this podcast much easier. And to everyone who's thinking about being a patron, just do it. It's great. Just you get do loads, it. loads of great goodies, and you get to watch. Nike listen- right all along. Just do it, and you get to listen to the show before anybody else. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And you support and help us because it's it's free to listen, but it's not free to make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh. So you're helping us. You're supporting us and helping us. So we appreciate you. Thank you. Let's move on. Let's move on. Episode number two. Episode and it two. Is... Before we go any further, I'm going to give a big shout out because I read the comments from last week and I'm going to give the first shout out. Okay. The first shout out goes to Melissa, who's always first in the comment section. Brilliant. Thanks, Melissa. Presumably... She's a patron. She's a patron, yeah. Of course. And a big fan of mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, f*** you, Tom. No, so thank you, Melissa, for and commenting, subscribing, and being a patron. So definitely comment, definitely subscribe. Yep. Definitely leave a review if it's on uh, iTunes. The man's on it. That's it, yeah. He's on his game. That's Didn't it. leave it to the end this week, mother lovers. <laughs> Get it in straight away. Yes. So episode two, Carl, we're going to talk about TV and films. We TV talked and about, film. talked about music in episode one. Yep. This good is... gigs, bad gigs. Now we're going to talk about good films, bad films, good TV, bad TV, good actors and bad actors. Yeah, I know where this is going. Yep. Before yep. you guys do. Yeah. Um, so film and TV. Yeah. I asked you last week if you had a favourite song. Mm-hmm. I think I think favorite songs and favorite films. I think that's it's such a loaded question. It's mm-hmm. so difficult to know how to answer it because there are so many good films. Yeah. What's your favorite film? I again see it's a, it's really difficult because I have a film. I have two films that like I put on and it's I just put them on and it's I can watch them at any point of the day. I can be doing stuff while I watch it. I can recite it yeah. as it's going. And then I have films that. You know, even films like The Joker, which I'm starting to like, 
great see, film. Yes, but you see, every time you watch it, you see something different and it's... It's a good film, but I wouldn't stick that on to make myself feel good. No. I'd stick that on if I was like, right, I want to I wanna watch yeah. somebody act the shit out of this movie. And he's... We're talking about the Joaquin the Phoenix new one. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's blind. I watched it in America with Claire and we went to the... Like, going to the cinema in America, by the way, is a different experience. How so? Well, because you sit you sit in their seats and all their seats do this. Legs up. Oh, so it's not like the cine world no, down the no, road no, where no, you no, have no, to pay no. an extra 12 quid for that. Oh, no, 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 no. All their seats do that. So you're sitting in... So for, for people who are listening, yeah. um, Carl is extending his legs. Yeah. As if, <laughs> yeah. As if he were in a reclining I forgot about chair. that. Very, very visual. Yeah. Apologies for listeners. Um, and then... Um, like when when you have popcorn in America, it's not like, do you want sweet? Do you want salted? It's like, no, I want sweet, and then I want to drip it in butter. Yep, that happens. Amazing. Um, so anyway, so we went to watch Joker in America, and what was so good about it was I was so into this. Film. So I sat down. Um, we we had like second row from the front or something because you're lying back and your screen's above and it fills the whole kind of what do they call that when it's it goes around the side as well covers your peripheral because right. it, it, the screen arcs round and yeah. it's got you yeah so they it's do that peripheral. and um we started watching the film and i'm so engrossed in this film and i'm i keep nudging claire and going god look at the way they filmed that look at the city like the way they filmed the city i was really really into it and she she keeps nudging me back and going you got to, I think we're gonna have to swap seats. We're gonna have to, you got it. We're gonna have to swap seats. And I'm like, shh, 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 I'm watching the f- stop. I'm watching. The, what's the matter? What's the matter? And she, and I look over and there's a guy, and this will be mainly for YouTube here. But there's a guy sitting next to her, going, <laughs> and he's clearly got cramp in his leg or something like that. Right? <laughs> So I'm engrossed in the film, and Claire's like really panicked that this guy next to her. There's a screaming is, is American sc- is man. screaming, going ah, 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 <laughs> only to be made better by the, his lady friend who gets up, leaves the cinema. We're like, oh god, maybe she's gone to like call a steward or gone something to get help. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's clearly in some pain. What we well we found out kind of later on, it was cramp. But it yeah. looked like his leg was going to come off the way he was holding it and screaming. Wow. Right? Anyway, so she's left and then walks back in. Ten minutes later, walks in front of us with like a delivery bag of burgers and chips that she's clearly gone. Met the person at the front who's delivered her food, like Ubered her food to the cinema and brought the burgers in for him and her to have burgers and watch the film. While he's going, ah, ah. so Claire's experience of Joker was very, was very, different, very to different to yours. Yeah, very, very different to yours. That's a wicked great film, film, though. You can't talk about that film without talking about um, Heath Ledger, who played the Joker before. Yeah, because very different, though. It had to be, didn't it? Yeah. It had to be. But when he did that, and I heard they were making a new Joker film, I was like, Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I was quite into the idea of Jared. I thought he was going to be good at Jared Leto. That that was in, was that was in Suicide Squad. And, yeah, but I I but didn't thought, that movie just bomb anyway. That people yeah, didn't like I, it. I believe they took out a lot of um, the dark side of it, so it became let's make it a franchise for kids. Sure, stuff like that. But I thought he would. Def- I like Jared Leto, and 
I really like. I Jim thought he Pei. maybe he would be like a dark side of not to the make Joker. it super nerdy, but because we're talking about Jared Leto, one yeah. of my favorite films that he's in, yeah, is called Artifact. I know you've seen it, yeah, I love it, but it is just an incredible piece of it of says cinema. everything about music that we tried to say last week so much better than we said it. essentially <laughs> yeah essentially yeah. yeah it's the way that the not for everybody but it's the way that the music industry if you're at that sort of level but i think you just don't realize i think people people artists included don't really realize the business side of, of the that goes industry. on behind yeah. behind so it is, in, it is if you haven't seen it is it on netflix i don't think no, it is anymore I don't think so, it was for a you'll bit you'll find it somewhere but it, you can you can rent it on on something online or yeah. watch it online. It's called Artifact. It's really really good. It's about music. But I really really like that film because it's one of those films. It's a documentary, but it started um, being about them just making an album. Yeah, it's a documentary about this, and then it became something else. Something so much more. I don't want to ruin it. But he's great as well, isn't he? Like he 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 sells the. Film. He's like he's like a sexy Jesus. Yeah, I was just gonna say great actor, but yeah. I guess. And he is, he is a great actor. For all you Christian nerds, <laughs> he is like a sexy Jesus, well sold. We'd have got in trouble if we were still called the Third Wheel Podcast there. Yeah. Because our, our religious counterpart podcast, the actual original Third Wheel Podcast, they would have been really angry about us referring to JC as... As JL. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> My favourite film. Yes. It's an odd one. Yeah. In fact, I've got two. Uh, in fact, anything with Leonardo DiCaprio in just because yeah. I think the guy is... Wolf of Wall Street. Brilliant That's in film. there for me. Come Brilliant on. film. He should have won the Oscar for that without a shadow of a doubt. I know he got it for The Revenant and that was just him walking in the snow Yeah, for three I didn't hours. like The Revenant. I wasn't keen on that and I know, I'm going to guess you didn't like The Revenant <laughs> for a lot of reasons. We'll move on to that in a bit. But my favourite movie, Yeah. Um, I read the book The Beach by Alex Garland and then Danny Boyle directed the movie with mm. Leonardo DiCaprio in it, The Beach. Um, Isn't that the one he fell out with um, Ewan, McGregor, or Ewan McGregor over? Potentially Danny Ewan McGregor was supposed to play the part. Yeah, and everybody else got a part in the beach. Is that right? Who was in the last, who was in Trainspotting? Uh, no. No? Don't know if that's right. I mean, we can okay. say it. No, I'm sure I watched an interview with both Danny Boyle and, is it Ewan or Ewan? Ewan McGregor. Ewan. And... Um, they they fell out. They fe- it w- I'm sure it was over the beach. It could possibly be because he thought he was going to get kind of a a part because there's loads of others from Trainspot and that they're in it. Okay, there may well be. I've no. I mean, I've seen both films perhaps a little bit far apart, but I remember okay. going to watch that when I was. I'm trying to work out what year it was out at the cinema, but I went to watch it when you were um, 28. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not old. Recurring I'm- gag. <laughs> I'll just keep throwing them up in the air. You keep smashing them out of the park. Um, I remember going to watch it. I was on a date with a girl. I'm going to remember her name. I bought her a vanilla. Cindy. Fine. I was on a date with Cindy and yeah. I bought her a vanilla milkshake. Oh, and lovely. we went and watched the beach. And Bland, I remember. But like her. <laughs> and I remember her trying to like give me a snog oh. while the film was on. It's yeah. a teenager. And she's trying to give me a snog. And I, I was so engrossed in the movie. That I was like, shut up and drink your f- milkshake. <gasps> you horrible. I, did, I said, shut up and drink your milkshake. Yeah. But um, I was so engrossed in it that I went back and watched it on my own another four or five times. She didn't have old chatterbox Cindy <laughs> next to you. <laughs> Slurping a milkshake. Shut up. 
trying to watch DiCaprio. Can't you see how good DiCaprio is? <laughs> but I don't think the movie got the... I've never seen it. No, no, no. It didn't get any sort of critical acclaim. But it did get critical acclaim. It's kind of a cult thing now because people discovered it after it. But when it right. came out, I think it bombed a little bit. But I just remember watching him as an actor and yeah, going, he's amazing. oh my God, this is... Uh, and it wasn't like now where you can stream stuff or yeah, you can okay. download it illegally. The only place to see that was at the cinema. And I wanted to learn how to do what he what he was doing on screen. And the only way to do that was to keep going and watching it on my wow. own. So like a little weirdo, I just went on my own. So you were the one that put all that money in his bank. Well, there was no one else at the cinema with me. I was just there on my own. Apart from Cindy. Cindy's yeah. like... Uh... Apart from Cindy. <laughs> Don't don't can make I that noise. A, can I have another milkshake? You can if you shut the f*** yeah. up. I'll give you the cash. F*** <laughs> off and go and get it yourself. Her name was Alyssa. Oh, brilliant. Well, now you've we've taken the mickey out of her. No, it's fine. No. She's not going to be listening. But she's not now. <laughs> have you told her to shut up and drink she, your milkshake? She was, she was Definitely. Lo- she's not following you, mate. She was a lovely girl. And this is going to play into your hands a little bit here. Go on. I haven't seen her for like twenty years or so, but it's fine. But she was she was so much taller than I was. Obviously, it, I looked like a little brother when we went on dates. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of brilliant. Come on, Tom. Yeah. It's a visual oh, gag. Yeah. Little Tom. But that was it. Yeah, the beach for me. A okay. Wolf of Wall Street, Shutter Island, yeah. Inception, essentially anything. Yeah, Leonardo. I love that joke in the American Office where he says, uh, uh, "What did you do this summer? I went to see Inception, or at least." I dreamt I did. Very Genius. good. So good. Very, very good. So good. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with films. Have you got a favourite actor? I've, um, I think I've just pretty much delivered. Yeah, I love Leo. I love... Um, probably Leo is probably up there. I'd quite like Bradley Cooper. I, I really like um, that film. Shows how much I like it. What was the film he was in? Um, Limitless. Limitless, yes. How did you know I was going to say that? Because I know you, Carl. Okay. Imagine I'd have gone, uh, that, that film that he was in with Lady Gaga. What was that called? I don't know. You tell uh, me. A Star is Born. Star is Born, Did you yeah. like that film? Uh, yeah, it was all right. It was all right. It was like, they were good. They were really the good. I just think it was kind of not my film. It's, yeah, I don't think it's aimed at you. I know full well when But they my, were good in it. They, yeah. were, they were both... Like, I was impressed with her. Sorry, I was really impressed with her considering I didn't realise she was like an actress. I know she's in American Horror and stuff. But Did you see that interview that she did where she said the same thing a hundred times? No. It's a brilliant clip on YouTube. Every interview she did in the press. Junket. Yeah, I didn't really, I tried not to use the word junket because I didn't know if it was a word that... Yeah. yeah. Well, not the, yeah. So they're doing the promotion for the for the film and every Sorry interview, about that, patrons. Tom thinks you're thick. <laughs> <laughs> every interview that she did... With Graham Norton, whether it was American telly, whether right. it was Jimmy Kimmel, she just used to say, it doesn't matter if there's a hundred people in the room, you only need one of those hundred people to believe in you. And Bradley Cooper was that one person who believed in me. Ooh. And it was a wonderful sentiment, you know, because he did believe in her and gave yeah. her the part, part. It was his film. Yeah. But um, she said it so many times that it became, um, what, what was it, a meme? Or a meme. A, a meme. A meme, mate. That's no, called a meme. I thought it was like a soft... Mem may. No. I know it's called a meme. Okay. Think about that. Well, film. old people don't get it sometimes. Shall I tell you? Go on. <laughs> not old and really <laughs> tall. I'll tell you how I know if I'm not going to enjoy a film. Go on. If my mum says Tom to Hanks me, is in it. <laughs> Tom Hardy's in it. 
And then you go, I'm going to hate this one. We'll get on to the actors that you dislike. In a All minute. right. But my mum will always go to me, oh. Have you seen you would The Notebook? Why don't you come round to my house tonight and we'll, uh, we'll watch a star. I've seen A Star Is Born, but we'll watch it again. And I'm fine with the star born, A Star Is Born. It's absolutely fine. Um, was the other one she did it with? Mamma Mia. Never seen her. Don't. Okay. Don't it's, and, and not because it's a bad film, and not because the music of Abba isn't wonderful and timeless. I, uh, yeah, okay. It's just I know you, and you're not gonna sit for two and a half hours with your perfect pitch ears <laughs> and listen it to. Does, Pier- it, it's a curse. Listen not a to blessing. Piers Brosnan murder Super Trooper. You're just not gonna yeah. like it. But when my mum says that, I know that it's not necessarily going to be up my street. But I did like that. A Star Is Born. I did like it. Have you seen The Gentleman? What? A it's great, film. huh? What a film! It's great. I think it kind of went under the radar. A little I bit, think I think he did, but a it was great. Bit. Um, Matthew McConaughey in that is stellar. Yes. Colin Farrell, but Hugh Grant in he's that amazing. Film. With if his you've not seen the gentleman, watch it because Hugh Grant is yeah, he steals it. There's a brilliant bit of um, trivia for you on that. Hugh Grant apparently gets very very nervous before he does the stuff. That, I don't know Hugh Grant by the way. I'm just yeah. This was told. Who? Told Huey, Mr. Grant. Huey gets a little bit, uh, you know, nervy. Huey G. Um, and apparently for that character, he'd made, he'd got like a notebook and he'd made so many notes on how he was going to, yeah, how he was going to deliver each line. Yeah. And he was so sort of engrossed in, in, in making sure that this character was as three-dimensional as it was on screen. And someone broke into his car and stole his notebook before they started filming. So he kind of busked oh. a lot of that part, which wow. turned out really well. He's amazing. I was going to say... Um Going back to Bradley Cooper, didn't he have something to do with the Joker? Didn't he like put the money up for it? I Which don't. Know I think this. Bradley Cooper put the money up. He's the like the executive producer. He, he's the one with Todd, Todd Carty. No, the, who? <laughs> oh, the yeah, yeah the guy in Dancing Dance on Ice, Ice a good nice guy. Um, Just to bring it from like really, really yeah, genius level <laughs> to you know, <laughs> Green Jill. Um. Todd, Todd, I'm sure, I think it's Todd something, the director anyway. Yeah. The guy, I, and it's really weird because he, he went from directing like old school, didn't he? And yeah, like things super like that. Duper, yeah, like comedy, comedy gold, Will Ferrell stuff. films. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure Bradley Cooper put the money up for Joker. Wow. I'm almost positive. Well, we'll find out in the comments when this goes out if you're a liar. I'm not a liar. So one thing you find out about me, not a liar, mate. Favourite actors? Yeah, least favorite actors. Tom Hanks, Tom Hardy. It's, you see, I I understand them. I'm out. We've talked about this a little bit before because yeah. you've got like deep rooted issues with yeah, these yeah, people. Yeah. I Tom Tom Hanks is the most inoffensive person in the world. Tom Hanks is an incredible actor, right? Right. Okay. Tom Hardy is shit, okay. but Tom Hanks is an incredible actor who has done incredible like. The Green Mile, mind-blowing. What a film. Toy Story, mind-blowing. Great. I, I got forced to watch Toy Story 4, whatever it was the other day. Uh, no, I got to, I got, here's, honestly, I got to three, and the bit where they were like, where the train was, spoiler alert, but where they were by the train, and on the track, I was like, no, no, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, by the time you got to three, you were like, that's enough toys for me. <laughs> no, I loved, I loved the Toy Story <laughs> franchise, but... Tom Hanks, he does. He's smuggy. I don't know. I don't know what you mean by he's smuggy. He just got that face. Got that face. If you if you put if you put 
three people in a line and you said you can slap one of them, I'd be like, oh, I hope Tom Hanks. Okay. What about if in that line was Tom Hanks, Tom Hardy and me? Which one do you slap? You. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't even finished the question. (laughs) And you answered that. Tom Hardy, what's the issue with Tom Hardy? Um, I just think he looks like a f***. I mean, that's, that's I, a, that's I think a, he's a pretty poor actor as well, to be honest. I think he's a pretty. He, I think, yeah, he's just a pretty. Is this is this purely based on his performance of Bane in Batman? Oh, that's just the worst. As soon as that, why, why, out of all the voices he could have done, he went with that. I don't know. Like what? Shut up! Shut, no one does that act. No one, no one speaks like that. There is a brilliant um, meme on the internet. Meme. A what? A meme. Isn't it a meme? No, it's a meme. I'm pretty you sure it's old a... mother lover. I'm pretty sure it's a meme. I'm not old and I'm really tall. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. You love him. I don't love him, but there is a meme on the internet. Meme. Sorry. Yeah, go on. It's a. Was it a meme? It's a meme. You know it's a meme. You're just winding me up now. <laughs> You're just pulling those. Tom Hardy strings, aren't you? There's a there's a meme on the internet mm. of him, um, and he's pulling that face that he always pulls. You know, he's sort of smuggy. Yeah, yeah. And someone's written Tom Hardy always looks like he's put his phone on charge in a pub, and it's over the other side of the room, and he's just checking you're not going through his phone. He's got that constant yeah. sort of look the whole time, and I agree with that. But I don't mind him. I don't. I. I he doesn't offend me in any way. He does. He offends me, and then like. He does these things like, oh, I'm going to read children's books for CB. Why? Why are you reading children's books for kids? Oh, probably because he's bored. Good <laughs> on him. <laughs> no, but <laughs> why? Like, shut up. You don't see Tom Hanks doing that, and I can't stand him. He doesn't read kids' books. He is He is just as films for kids. Yeah. No, Tom Hardy, jog on. I really hope one day you get to meet him. And yeah, you, me too. Uh, so I can tell him to f*** off. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Don't you've you've. I'm really upset now. About Tom Hardy. Uh, just in general. Just you. I've made you. I've made you talk you've about really it. You've really upset yeah. me. We've dragged yeah. it up. Yeah. Drudged <laughs> it up. It's fresh now. Yeah. I and Mrs. Me. loves him as well. That might have something to do with it. That I think that definitely will. Yeah. That definitely will. I hate watching a film with a girl that you're going out with. I know you're married, but if you're watching yeah. a film with a girl going out with him, oh, I have girlfriends as well. <laughs> <laughs> and she knows go, about those. <laughs> and they go, "Oh, isn't he good looking?" It's like I, I've, I can appreciate a good looking bloke, right? David Beckham, right? God, he's a good looking guy, right? But you don't really want the girl you're going out with to go like him. I like, I like it when when Claire turns around, and she's like, "God, look at look at his six pack and his thing," and then I'm sitting there like, a, "I know, this is crazy." <laughs> Eating great. a packet of crisps. And a packet of hobnobs or something. Hobnobs. Chocolate or not? Oh, I love chocolate. Chocolate on hobnobs. Oh, right? I don't know. I don't eat hobnobs. I, I don't even know why I use that as an example. They're brilliant, mate. Are they? Yeah, like missing an, a, it's like an oaty biscuit with chocolate underneath it. The two things Is together. Is it like um, a digestive? Kind of, but a little bit more. I like digestives. Best chocolate bar? This is a, com- a controversial one. Go on. Yorkie Raisin. I don't think I've ever had a Yorkie Raisin. Really good. It's a really random one, though. Yeah, Yorkie Raisin. It's like an old man's... 
bar I'm not of old and I'm really tall. Stop it. <laughs> Everyone I meet it, now it is going to go, like oh, an, you're really tall. It is like an old man's chocolate bar, though. What What's Yorkie? your favourite chocolate bar? A Yorkie Do you, do you know what I really liked about Yorkies? What? Was they had that advertising campaign that ran for like 15 years where they were like, oh, Yorkie, it's not for girls. And then oh, they realised that, that we were going into a period of time and a period of history where... You can't say something's for one gender and not right, for another. Right, okay. And they very quickly deleted anything that had ever um, happened. Yeah, I don't even, I don't remember that. They, McCoy's used to be man crisps, didn't they? They used to call themselves man crisps. Yes. And they can't do that anymore. Mm. Can I talk about that? Yeah. I have. Yeah, you can say whatever you want, mate. It's our podcast. <laughs> you can say f- Tom Hardy if you want. I don't care. Well, I, I believe we say have. Say it. Say it. I don't know if I want to say it. Oh, you're such a... F- what I worry about is one day... Being, uh, being, you know, a little bit of a famous actor or famous musician, whatever, whatever comes first. Yeah. What and Tom Hardy? No, just, just, to, just. I'm doing something. If one Tom day. Hardy sat in the room with you and went, uh, "Oi, Tom," presumably he'd call you that. He'd probably call me. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um, and he went, "Come here." Would you be like, "Oh, oh, Tom Hardy, oh, Tom Hardy's got no." I'm not bothered about Tom Hardy getting angry. You, uh, you want me to say f- Tom Hardy. Yes. That's, that's what you want. You've said it now. But, well, yeah, but taking out of context, what I <laughs> what I don't want is one day to be doing something and for the, a clip to be pulled out of all context and it just have a, like me sat in my lounge going... <laughs> like on Graham Norton or something. Sorry? <clears throat> like if you're on Graham Norton and yeah. he says, oh, Tom, you guys have virtually met before and he plays this clip. And he plays that clip, yeah. I'd love that. Would you? Yeah, I'd love it. I'd love it for the little young. the little child in me would be going, "Oh, here we go, boys! <laughs> here we go!" Because I because like we've learned already, I I like a bit of mischief. Definitely. Yeah. Another similarity between you and I because you you've done you've done some TV. Yeah, I did do a bit of TV. Yeah. Did a bit of TV, did you? No, I don't did talk you? about it very much. Did you? Did the old uh, <laughs> Bunsen burner. Was it the only TV job you did? No, no, I did uh, I did Holby for a bit. And yeah. I did Teachers. I w- uh, teachers, it was you one of my favourites. Yeah. I've got the box set. And when you told me that, I was like, I'm going to get that box set out and watch Signed. it. Signed. Oh, no? No, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was really funny, though, was... Were you one of the kids in Teachers? Yeah. You must have been, because it yeah, was ages yeah, yeah. ago. But the the guy, um, Andrew, Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, he went on to... I saw him in the Groucho Club about... Well, just be- before lockdown so like february time because he's doing that um he does the walking dead the walking dead yeah and um i was with pete and we were we went to the garage i was playing a show in the garage show and um it's because it's like a members club and and you have to leave your phone you like a, no photos none it's like yeah. that kind of place and um He's a big deal. He's a real big deal. He was a massive deal before he went and did The Walking Dead. He'd done films like Love Actually. Yes, I right, really, yeah. I really, really rate him as an actor. I really loved him in Teachers. Right. Loved him in Teachers. Um, and I watched the first, I think, four or five series of The Walking Dead. And he's ace in that. His American accent got good. better as he went on. Yeah, yeah. Like when he start- moved over there. It started. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay, mate. Uh Gotta kill those I'm zombies. American. Um, but it got it got really yeah, really yeah. good. He's he's great. I'm not taking the piss. He's great. I like Andrew. So you met him in the Groucho Club, which is this yeah. exclusive members club. Yeah, yeah I'm a on. member. Yeah. And what did you do? Did you go? All right, Andy. Something, but remember remember the days when uh, remember me and teachers. <laughs> did you say that to him? No. 
because he wouldn't remember me and I would look like an absolute clown. Although, when I played that gig, Donald Sutherland was there. Kiefer's he, dad? Kiefer's dad, because weirdly, because Kiefer was playing four doors down in some yeah like venue a couple of doors down from the Groucho. And his dad had decided, I'm not going to his gig. I'm just going to watch the acoustic gig that's in the Groucho because it's more private. There you go. So he was at the gig. There's a TV series Sorry. called Lucifer with a British actor called Tom Tom Ellis in it. Right. It's re- it's on Amazon. It's great. Um, I think Tom Ellis was, he may have potentially done, oh, that was it. He was in um, Miranda. Uh, yeah. Okay, love interest in Miranda. Okay. I've not seen Miranda, but he was he was in that. And then he's gone across and he's just made it massive in the States. Um, I do love that, by the way. I think that's. Oh such no, he's a cool he's he's done he's done wicked, and loads of the people that I was in Hollyoaks with have done similar. You know, right. have gone across and had like. You didn't mention you were in Hollyoaks, mate. Was, mate, yeah, I was. But the Tom Ellis bit, him in um, Lucifer. Yeah. Me and him did a short film together. Wow. Right at the start of me being an actor, he'd been an actor for ages. He was like the London talent that they brought down for it. But we did this film. I believe it's on YouTube if you search it. It's called What's Doris it called? Doris the Builder. And it is about men on a building site who take like a an imported hormone and it means that they all grow breasts. Wow. Yeah. Big budget? Uh, it had absolutely no budget. Okay. And my character was called Clint. And I was like the arm wrestling champion. Oh. Yeah. And when they wrote my name on the the chalkboard they had to cut the scene out because the way they'd written clint oh, no. made it look like a different word that starts with c yeah no i got yeah yeah so i'm in it but just a little bit briefer because my arm wrestling scene got got okay. cut quite short but yeah bugger that was it and then i do i do like i do worry for for actors when um it i can only i can only describe it a bit like when you write you write a song and you get the call from the publisher or whoever and they say your song's going to be used for blah 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 yeah but they, there's no guarantee because sometimes even when they've signed off and they've paid it they paid the fee for the song and all that they, 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 they still they don't use it, not it's to just, use it yeah. yeah it just doesn't doesn't work with their with the way that the director's seen the end of it so, but ima- you know imagine like Telling everyone, people very Dude. famously Jack Whitehall. Yes, I'm that just going that's yeah. exactly where I was going with it. Like the Frozen thing, where you like imagine that though. He I'll went to the premiere. He told his yeah his family that he was in it, and then they they cut. But him it, out it's like film. imagine it gets to that scene. You know yours is coming up next, and you're like, here we go, here we go, here we go. It's gone. My one line's uh, gone. But I mean, they credited yeah. him, didn't they, as a non... They, they, his agent rang him and said... Because Jack Whitehall, by the way, was in Frozen. Yes. But he had one line and it got taken out. Yeah. And his agent rang him and said, no, don't worry, you're still, you're still in the film. We're yeah, still, you know, still, still paid, paid him and everything, yeah. yeah. Still getting your money. But your role has been reduced to a non-speaking role. And yeah. it's an animated <laughs> film. That's yeah. like a real a real shitty way of being yeah. told, isn't it? Yeah, we, That's a good we, agent, though. We've decided to go a different way with it. Yeah, you, you're, you're a non-speaking role. Yeah. I got a good one for you. Go on. I'm doing a... I don't know whether you saw it, but I put it on Instagram, but I was doing a self-tape. Oh, yeah, yeah. A couple I'm of weeks ago. So explain what a self-tape is. Self-tape is, um, it's kind of the way that you audition for stuff that's in America without going to America and audition right for now. it. Yeah. Well, it was the way it worked before because it was cheaper. And now since lockdown, all the auditions that you do, mm. you point a camera at you and you read some lines that you've learned to the camera. And that goes to the casting director 
and then they work gotcha. out if it's worth flying you out or you know anything else like that. So that's the way castings are done mostly now. So my uh, agent rings me up and says, it's film, I'm not okay. It's really good. And she said, it's, um, it's quite hard hitting. I said, okay. And she said, you, you'll be playing a, um, like a, a Nazi thug. And I thought, right. Okay. Better wash the fake tan off. <laughs> the thing is, I just <laughs> fake tanned before. <laughs> so as I'm doing the self-tape, I'm just getting more orange and orange oh and orange during dear. it. So, Can we put this in black and white, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> so he sends me the script and the script... Uh, sorry, he sends me the sides for it, which is the script. And there's no lines for my character. It's just a brief synopsis of the story. And I said, I, I rang him and I said, I need some lines to say. And he said... They're being super protective with the script because they don't want the storyline to get out, which is what they do with these films. Right. He said, so read what the film's about and then make something up. And all of this was just obviously in keeping with being a Nazi thug. So horrendous things are written down on the page because obviously they want to show mm -hmm. exactly what these people believe in and stuff like that. And uh, I had to go and knock on my my neighbor's my elderly neighbor's door and and be like, you're going to hear me shout some really aggressive, um, potentially racist things. I said it's just for a part. It's I don't I, I don't mean it, you know, and I don't want you to think badly. But she said, okay. So I come back upstairs and I thought, how can I set myself aside from anybody else that's auditioning for this? I thought I'll add some tattoos. My Johnny Depp uh, hearing. <laughs> Pop my Johnny Depp hearing. <laughs> And I thought I'd draw a teardrop because that's quite popular oh, for right. people who've yeah, been yeah, in prison. Yeah. And or I don't know, I'm saying things I have yeah. no idea. So I drew a teardrop and an another tattoo on my face. And then I went balls to the wall with it and drew a massive swastika on my neck. Wow. Because in one of the one of the script things, it said that a couple of the guys take their shirts off and they show that they're covered in sort of Nazi tattoos and swastikas. And then they all have a fight. So I wow. screamed at this at this camera with all my tattoos out and this fresh one I'd drawn on in eyeliner, you know, for this self-tape. While that's happening, the door goes and it's Royal Mail delivering me some wash your hands, wash your bum mugs. And I opened the door and it's this lady who's delivering it just looked at me and I was like, oh Terrified. no. And I tried to tell that story that's taken me two or three minutes to tell that explains why I was the way I was. Yeah. And she's already, because it's COVID, she's already at the bottom of the stairs just going like this. Yeah, and I'm going, no, 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 no. No, I'm going to go there. I can't explain it. And subsequently, um, all my stuff gets left in like a little pigeonhole now at the bottom. They don't come up to the house anymore. But that was that was my experience of it. But that's yeah. how that's how weird it is day to day. And I yeah. quite like that about the, the job. I like that it changes all the time and you never really know who you're going to be playing or, or what you're going to be doing. That yeah. makes it exciting. Different characters for different needs. <laughs> so you did Holby City. I That's did. The longest, the longest way of me getting around to saying you did Holby City. I who, did do Holby, Who Holby, did you play? Yeah. I played a character called Ryan Baker. And was he? He wasn't a baker, no. <laughs> he was a candlestick maker. Would have been phenomenal. Yeah. If it was, but they thought it was the really episode, inappropriate to call him opens. Ryan Candlestick Maker. Opened. And Carl's there preparing some fresh buns. <laughs> Crumpet, madam. Sticky buns. <laughs> Anyone want a sticky bun? Oh, have you got any sticky buns? <laughs> oh, yeah. Johnny, back to that. <laughs> Johnny Vegas is back. I can't wait to listen to see if that impression works Imagine as well when really you bad. You think it's bad? No, it's pretty good. I actually do think it's it's pretty good. much all I can do. It's okay. northern. 
Okay. So you were a baker in Hulk No, City. I wasn't a baker, but I played someone whose second name was Baker. Um, yeah, I did. It was a couple of weeks and it was good. I enjoyed it at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So what made you? What made you? Um, what made you not carry that on then? Because that's a that's a pretty big, pretty big turnaround to go from. That's a, that's a big show to be on. Holby City's yeah, a big show really, to be and on. it was really big at the time as well. It was kind of, um, yeah, it was really big. But to go from playing a baker on Holby City, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stabbing baker. <laughs> no, so the 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 part entailed um, me stabbing the main doctor. So it was like a because it's only one a week, I think, with Holby. Much like this show, seven PM on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. This was like six on a Wednesday. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Um, it was lucky. It was amazing, and I met some lovely people. It's filmed where EastEnders is filmed, so that was a bit that was a bit weird. Okay. Because it's only Holby and EastEnders filmed in the same building. In yeah. El- in Elstree, is it? Elstree. Is that right? I've not been on either of those shows. Okay. Um, I had dinner once with um. Barbara Windsor. Oh, did you? That was cool. Yeah. Babs. Babs. Yeah, she was lovely. So how did how did you go from playing a baker in... I was, I didn't play baker. <laughs> Just like it's not on meme. <laughs> <laughs> Will somebody, somebody on the internet, no, make me no, a meme no. of Carl as a baker, no, please? Let's not do it. If that. you do it, I will give sure. you a prize. <laughs> so the point I'm making is, yeah. how did you go... From what channel's Holby City on? BBC One. From playing a baker on BBC One. Yeah, well, the baker, yeah. <laughs> to be in a musician. <laughs> like a funny you find yourself. I can't go. Like my favourite thing. How did you go from that to being a musician, though? I, uh, as in well, to, I, to I being was, a, to being a moderately successful same. musician. I was doing music at the same time. Thanks, mate. I'll take it. Look, any compliment, yeah, yeah, I'll take fine, it. Yeah, it's um, fine, I was doing music at the same time. But it, I think it was like... It's a it's a big job to commit to acting, you know. You're yeah. It's not not many people get the like not many people straddle the horse and they do a bit of music and a bit of acting unless you get to a point where you're very successful. I ag- I agree with you, like Jared Leto who wants yeah. to act. I agree with you because it has to be one or the other. Yeah. When you've got a, a finite amount of time. Um. So, and I just think I just enjoyed singing and writing songs more. So uh, it's just more my my thing. So would you go back to acting then? Would it would, if if the I right? I think I probably would now because because I, I haven't done it for so long that I kind of miss it a bit. I, I miss the. I think I think also I'd be better at it now because I, I think my head is a bit more. You know, I was I was, I finished when I was what eighteen, nineteen, twenty, something like that. Yeah, I think I did Holby when I was nineteen. I also think as well to I don't know whether you think about it in as in depth as I do but I think to be a good actor you need to have been through some shit. you yes. need to have something to be able to draw on you need to have had your heart broken a couple mm. of times you need to have gone through some tough stuff with your family or anything yeah, like yeah, that yeah, just yeah. just to be able to do it I think when you're so it's young like writing songs writing songs is exactly the same yeah but it's just I just found I found it was like all the time committed to acting no time for music and i i think i enjoyed music more yeah which is, and and also the the idea that when you turn up to an audition like every actor you go for 20 auditions 
and you might get one of them. I, I think the odds of that have changed, and they're even even worse even more, now. Right. Yeah, there's it, there's a lot of people. And that I used want to, to kind of get, you know, I'd work really hard for it and get kind of despondent when I didn't get something that I thought oh, I, I'm in a really good chance yeah. of getting it. Coincidentally, it turned out exactly the same with music. Really? It's, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, the yeah, other yeah, day yeah. we nearly had a uh, a TV ad that would would have been six months on TV, and it was kind of like, you got it. This is this is you. This is going to happen, and it didn't. And then the rug gets ripped. Yeah. There's no. Happen. There's. I've stopped telling people. The only reason I put anything up online about that audition that I did for the for the film. Yes, yeah, it came with source, a good story. It's right? because it had a good yeah. story with it. But the rule content. of thumb is content. But the rule of thumb is I don't talk about it. I do yeah. well, I do those self tapes. Um I and it's only ever if I get to the point where I'm like, I think this might happen. Yeah. And I get excited about it that I want to talk about it to people because so often I've had like like a yeah. record deal in right. front of me. I've signed the piece of paper and then they've gone we're going to go a different way. Yeah. Can we give your songs to Matt Cardle or, right. or whatever it is? And you go, no. But that, that has happened so many times in the past. So those maybes that it does knock you a little bit. Yeah. But I think the way I deal with it is I just don't tell anybody. I do the self-tape or I do the audition and then I pretend it's never happened. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't I don't tend to tell people. But the only the only problem with that then is when you do get it, people go, God, you're so lucky at this. Oh. And it's like, oh. you just didn't realize that I did 40 of these to get that one. I, I, I've done it where I've, I've been working, um, like carrying bags of compost to cars at a garden center at right. the same time as trying to be a chef in a restaurant at the same time as painting warehouse floors. Right. And then I landed Hollyoaks and everyone, everyone on Facebook was like, landed on your feet, didn't you? And it's yeah. like, I've spent... Course. however many years doing anything i possibly can to keep being able to pay to go because the trains yeah. are expensive Damn and right. i'm getting trains to every audition and i'm having to it, it just the money that you spend on being an actor waiting for the role and then you get the role yeah. and everybody just goes oh, and that's what i mean like with music it's exactly the same people i don't think many people realize that you when got, I, well i know i know with you that you're up at eight o'clock most mornings writing until eight yeah. o'clock every single night. I know that that's what you do. Lockdown, I would get up at four, start the car journey at five, drive to London, be ready to like have warmed up on the way, dri- driving myself to the studio. Eight o'clock, we go in the studio, work all day, and in the night, drive myself back home to make sure that I, you know, I was back in Wales to play a show the next day, kind of thing. That's that's it though. That, yeah, you got to do it, and I or think you won't you won't crack the business. I think it's. I, was it? I, this is a. I could be wrong with this quote. I'm pretty sure I'm right with it. But someone said to like Conor McGregor once when he was like just knocking everybody out at the top of his game. They were like, "You're really talented," and he was like, "Talent is ten percent of it." Right. Ten percent of it is having the ability to do that thing that you're skilled in. Ninety percent of it is the work that yeah, goes. It's sure. like the hard work that goes into it. And it is, if you're prepared to not go to bed and you're prepared to, you know, drive four hours to my house to make a podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. That's, that's, that is something that most people won't do. And and it's, it's 90% hard And you just cross your fingers then, you know, you put the time, the effort, and then if you have the talent as well. It helps. And you cross your fingers. 
It's... You roll the dice. At least you've rolled a couple of dice and you're like, one of them just might land. But it's, I think it's a weird thing to talk to somebody who does the same job as me in that respect because it's there's no security in it at all. Like You can go to drama school and you can... Yeah. I don't know how much it costs to go to drama school now. When I looked originally, when I was going, which was years ago, it was like house money, as in yeah. deposit for house money. Um, it's probably in shilling as well. <laughs> and I am really tall. Um, but with all of that, you could. it's not like you're going to medical school and you no. learn it to be a doctor. At the end of it, you, you become a doctor. Right. You can do all of that stuff and pay all of that money and write the best songs in the world and be the you know yeah be a really decent actor if that's what you end up being and still not gonna break and still have to roll the dice for sure you're quite a sensible person what made you go down the road of that because i know that i'm i that for me i'm quite excited by that i like waking up in the morning and going Um, i don't think i'm very good at many other things yeah that's my problem is that i'm a I'm also I like to, I'm I'm all in. Oh, I know I've I've noticed that with it. Yeah, I've you know, like that. I'm 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 all in. I this is I'll 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 breathe it, live it. So I think it's that with me, not just not if I'm gonna do it, I may as well do it right properly. Yeah, mm. and I think I I think I got to eighty and I was screwed. It was like. This is all I've known. This is all I've but ever that's, done. That's the thing. That's the thing that makes you think about it. I, I think with lockdown a little bit as well, or with the coronavirus or twenty twenty in general, is what we do or what we did for a living before this. Mm. It not being a part of what goes on in the world anymore. That's that's weird because it's one thing to go. And I've always said you can you can graft your way out of a lot of holes. I think if you're not too proud and that like the chips are down or everything's difficult, you can go and gig places you wouldn't necessarily gig or you can put yourself out six nights a week if the work's available there yeah. and just graft and make it and make it work and this is my first experience of being in a period of time where you actually can't you really can't yeah. you know what I mean well you can now but before kind it was of a, kind of yeah within within certain rules yeah but before it was like six months of no you can't you can't sing no you can't go no. and do that gig and it's like I'm only good at a couple of things and yeah, I, there's no no one's no one's hiring me as to be an actor in lockdown, and no one's hiring me to be a singer in lockdown. So yeah, I mean, having said that, lockdown has made me write more songs, which it's made good. me learn more production, like seriously, you know, learn how to. How's the um? How's the baking coming on though in lockdown? Very well, <laughs> shoe buns and everything. No, but listen, I think I think stuff like that. Not to not to finish this this podcast on a. Because we're quite a serious note, but I think it's a good thing. I yeah. think certain things, certain things happen, not necessarily for a reason, but certain things happen for the right for the right reasons. Yeah. And like you, I've got to work on a lot of stuff that I was really, really passionate about putting that show together. It's a pain in the ass, but I absolutely loved it. Yeah. And it's the first time I've done something like that, and it brought joy to people. But I also met you with that. If yeah. I wouldn't have met you if we didn't do the show. And I wouldn't have met, I wouldn't have done the show if we weren't in lockdown, and we wouldn't be doing the podcast if if that wasn't a thing. Yeah. So you're welcome. <laughs> that's 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 all. That's what I mean by this. But I also think you're ev- welcome. Everybody has always said, "Oh, I don't have time," or "I'm struggling for time," or everything. Yeah. There's always always that constraint that exri- that exists. And I think what lockdown's done, which is really really good, is it's given everybody 
who does what we do, a forced holiday from touring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Stay at home and all that that you were talking about getting done. All that music you were going to write. The only thing, I write. do wish that I'd, d- like, I'd taken some time off doing it. I don't think you're capable of doing it any more than I am. Because you said to me, I, I announced that the last show was going to be week number 20 of self-isolation, Saturday Night Takeaway, and you went to me, you're going to miss this yeah. when it finishes. And it finished, and I had about three or four days of just going, oh, this is yeah, re- yeah, relaxed. Yeah. And then it got to the weekend, and I was like, I've got to do a little live video. I've got to, I've got, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's that yeah. thing. So I think you want it, the break. And then when yes. you get the break, you don't. I'm terrible on holiday. I get, I, I, when, I, when I actually take a holiday, if I go for two weeks, I don't know, Spain or wherever, somewhere warm, it takes me 10 days to actually get to the, the relaxed stage. And then I have four days of going, this is what everyone talked about. And then... I'm back home, back in it again. Do you I want to hear why I'm terrible on holiday? Why? Because always f- baking. <laughs> always baking. Because we land and I go, oh my god, we've only got 15 days left. Are you one of them? And honestly, and then the day um, after, I go, oh, in two weeks we're going to be back home. And Claire, Claire was mental. And then when you get home, you last week. Yeah. In the sun this week. Yeah. That's uh, that's a terrible, it's it's a terrible so way to live. I know. It's terrible a way to live. And on that note, <laughs> we should probably call it a night. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening or yep. watching episode number two of the Awkward Turkey podcast. If you are listening to this on iTunes, please pop us a review. That is how we get up onto the first page of podcasts, yep. and that's how people discover the show. If you're watching it on YouTube, like, subscribe. And leave a comment. And leave a what comment. What is this week's comment going to be? This week's comment should be because we'll pick we'll pick one of our favourite comments. Anybody and shout out them next week. Anybody who can put together something that involves Carl and being a baker, a baker, brilliant. Um, as a comment, whether it's a meme, whether it's, it's a whether it's a comment, GIF. <laughs> whether it's a. But GIF. you call them a GIF, don't you? A GIF. You're one of those, yeah, brilliant. A GIF or a meme of Carl as a baker, and I will be one very very happy boy. Thank you once again for watching. And also, if you are not a patron, you and can you be a patron be, yeah. at the link that's at the bottom here. You get loads of good stuff and you also get all the podcasts before anybody else does. We will see you next, next week, week for week o'clock. number three, seven o'clock, Sunday know. night. How about it's that? It's flying, mate. It's flying. It is. We've got some f- good numbers, Carl. Bye. Bye.